Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I am Master White. And I am Master Joe. And this is episode number 20. Number 20. 20. A 20. We're grown now. But I need change for my 20. We grown now. We grown. Yeah, we are officially 20 episodes old. Yep. Go us. Yes. Yes. We've made it past the threshold. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a bit of a uh, a threshold. I'd you know, say twenty. They episodes. say if you do like lower than ten or something like that. Oh yeah, then the, the fall off podcast statistics. Yeah, <laughs> you get in there and you do like your first eight episodes, and it's like, oh no, no. I don't oh, feel no. like doing it anymore. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. And like as we talked about last week, you know, life can get busy, and so things come up, and so. Yep. But true. we're still going strong. You daggone right, we because are. Because we love you. That's right. At home. That's right. That's we right. Love you all. And in fact, you know what? We we got some love uh, from you guys in a bit. So I think it's time. Let's let's do this. It's time for. Major heart At first, I thought you were going Major like, Christmas time with the bells, you know, with the bells. Christmas I said time. it's the major heart piece. You're gonna turn every way, everyone away at home now <laughs> with your voice. <laughs> no, I'm a good. See, listen, listen. Uh, one of my favorite songs is "Eye to Eye" from friggin' a goofy movie, and sometimes I sing it in Master Wife doesn't like i do if we listen to each other's hearts we'll find we'll never be too far apart and maybe love is the reason why oh for the first time ever seeing it eye to eye why do you always think seeing it eye to eye baby oh my god you are so loud <laughs> for the first time ouch she oh pitched God. me. You're so she pitched loud. me. I'm sorry. Like, why do you always say, I say, I say, I hey, If this a war should come between us. This is how you say, like, Master Joe. Too high, like, to uh, climb, too hard, to break through. What? Do you I know. Say like that. Listen, listen. I know that love will lead us. For all the Goop Troop Find fans at home. A way to bring me to. For you. To you. What? <laughs> no, I just you know yeah. what? Whatever. It's the major heartbeats of the week. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't a major just, heart piece to you. Guys. I'm just having a little just fun. Saying. I'm just having a little fun. All right. So first up, first up, let me do this. Uh, I don't know who went whatever with the order, but all right, let me do this. We we I um every year uh when Club Nintendo you know gets to the end of the year, uh, Club Nintendo rest in peace. Uh, it's it's no longer a thing. But, um, you know, they have their premium uh, prizes at the end of the year for people that get the most coins and buy, you know, lots of rewards program. Right. So every year I would get a calendar from them. And I always always get the calendar, whatever the next year calendar was going to be, because I love Nintendo calendars. They are the best things. They always do something different every year. It's not a regular calendar. You know, you just flip through. It's like always something different. And they always have special character art that you can't get anywhere else. So, you know, and I love those calendars. I use them at work. I draw on them. You know, they're not like show pieces I just collect and never use. Like, I, I actually use them. So it's kind of a functional thing for me. <laughs> I, I need that calendar. Um, 
Well, this year, I didn't have enough coins to get the calendar. Uh, Club Nintendo was doing weird, you know, transition phase-out type stuff, and uh, they started doing a bunch of digital prizes, so I thought, ah, you know, they're not even going to have the calendar. I'm just going to whatever, you know, I don't care about... Because most of the digital games already have, so it's like, what's mm-hmm. the point? Well, they put the calendar up there, like, last minute, and I was like, oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't have enough points. I was like 35 points shy. Welp, one of my viewers from the Master Joe Gamer Show, one of my mods, actually... Uh, saw moderators. my yeah my moderators uh keeps everybody in line. He saw my tweets and he was like, "Hey man, I get you that calendar." I was like, "For real, bro? You would do that for me?" <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Yeah." So the calendar just came in. He sent it to me, and it's amazing. I love it. It's it's so perfect. It's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, it's really freaking cool. It's it's. I'll take some pictures of it and put it up on the website. You can see. But it's the Club Nintendo 2016 calendar, and oh my gosh, it is awesome. I did a little run through of it. Uh, during a stream that I did last Friday just to show it to everybody. And we went through, it's got a bunch of art from different like uh, events in, in, you know, Japanese culture. For example, uh, in March, they have a doll festival and they have mm-hmm. Princess Peach kind of styled uh, on top of this platform like a doll. Then in April, that's when they generally start school. So Mario is wearing a uh, traditional kind of school uh, teacher outfit. Uh, it's getting like a little blue blue blazer, blue suit. They've got the uh, summer festival in July, and Mario's hanging out. Got some fireworks behind him. It's really freaking cool art. So there's something different uh, for every time. Of course, December they've got Santa Mario, Santario, <laughs> as I call him, uh, dressed up as Santa Claus. There, so really cool stuff. You can't get anywhere else, and it's it's just a nice little thing to have. So thank you so much, my, wh- my moderator. What other other heart piece did you do for yourself? I did a heart. Oh, we're we talking about that. Yeah. Oh well, I found an old game. Tell the story. All right, all right. So one of my friends is in Denmark right now, uh, for business, and he took a picture of a real life thing, uh, a real life picture. Well, a real life picture. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. He took a, a picture, picture. <laughs> like of present day where people are playing this video, not the video game, but a board game from the '90s. That was called Lupin Louie. And I saw it and I couldn't remember what the heck it was. But I was like, I know this. This is in my childhood. It's the thing with the guy and the plane and the chickens and the pudding and the dough. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I got to go look this up. So I looked it up and come to find out Lupin Louie game made in 1993, uh, which is a brilliant piece of my childhood, uh, died out here in America. But in Germany, it booned with the help of millennials who turned it into a drinking game. So yeah. it's now one of Germany's all-time favorite drinking games. The object games. of this game, right, is you have Lou- Louis, yeah. which is on a helicopter or a plane or something. It's a, it's a plane. And you, well, the the '90s version is like where you have four different platforms, kind yeah. of for different people to sit at different angles. Yeah. If and you think about like hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah, you it's know, like it's that. kind of sectioned out like that, where you have uh, one person at each of the you know cardinal. North, south, east, west type thing. And each person has like three chickens. Yep. And you're basically trying to keep Louie, which is going around like on this spin wheel thing. Yeah, in a circle. Yeah. And you had to have to keep him from knocking over your chickens. Well, I guess in the drinking game, if you knock over your chickens, you have to take a shot or something like that. Yeah. Or... It can go south real fast. And the yeah. game gets uh, a whole lot more challenging, I suppose, that way. Yeah. I, I, we played it the other day. Master it's so Joe weird, I, though. Like, and... on the on the box, it says, for children ages four and up. <laughs> so you have these... 
grown men and women. Well, it's just four and up. I so mean, people have taken no this limit. thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, people have taken this game and modded it out. They have versions where if you lose a chicken, you get an electrical shock. Some oh people gosh. have put uh, LED lights on it. There's a website. You can go to Google and type in Pimp My Loop and Louie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what in the world? An exhibit will show up. <laughs> You say, yo, I know you like Loop and Louie, so I put a Louie in your loop and a loop in your Louie, and I got a chicken on your coop. Yo, it's hot, yo. I put a monitor on it, too. (laughs) It's going to be on TV coming this fall or this winter. Pimp my Loop and Louie. It's a real thing. Go check it out. Go check it out. It's cool. But yeah, so we went to Toys R Us because a friend of mine told me that uh, Toys R Us is now the exclusive provider of Loop and Louie in America. Went to Toys R Us, found it, got it. Uh, I also found a bunch of other old games from the 90s elephant the elephant don't don't wake daddy though <laughs> bruh don't wake daddy i don't know who played that but my goodness that game was amazing yeah you guys should tell us at don't home what 90 games you have played yeah yeah remember. Love from the 90s what, what did you guys play we had so much good stuff there was there was connect four in there there was yeah. uh there was freaking trouble trouble was a good one mm-hmm. sorry sorry yeah. sorry um twister obviously operation you know there's so many Op- different types of operation <laughs> now it, star wars operation on the knee. <laughs> yes <laughs> that is funny they have a star wars edition operation did you see that one i didn't oh no i did that's the one where you're doing operating on uh r2d2 yeah 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 there was actually a loop and chewy game loop and chewy. yeah loop and louie but it was loop and chewy and he's oh, flying yeah. around in the millennium falcon <laughs> i can't do the growl sorry i tried ah you no. master i can't do it either sounds like i'm gargling yeah no if you if you ever played any 90s games any that you are familiar with mousetrap was one of my favorite ones as well uh send us send us a a line drop us a line in the comment section of this on the on the website and we would love to hear i love freaking 90s games so yeah, might fine. even pick them up and play it on stream or something sometime yeah, we'll have to play it yeah. uh but anyway major <laughs> harpies of the week master wife well um this is kind of a heart piece for both master joe and i um our friend was recently well his mom had was going through some pictures and she was trying to get rid of them and she had some art that she thought that um Master Joe and I would like, and they're actually called the passionate man and the passionate lady. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right, y'all. Which is really awesome. The art is really awesome, and we'll put a picture down below. But I thought that was really special because today's episode is actually going to be about passion. You dag on right, but we don't mean the type of passion that makes you want to fire up your streetcar of desire. That's for another episode. We're talking about the passion that drives you and your drill to pierce the heavens. What? That was a Gurren Lagan reference. Uh, yes. We've been watching that anime. It's great. Watch it. It's on Netflix. But no, the type of passion, like things you're passionate about. What would you do for the rest of your life? Even if no one told you to. Even if no one paid you. Even if it didn't seem like it was going anywhere. Would you turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am passionate about this and I'm going to do this. And but God help me, I'm going to get through it. Can I get an amen? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. I said, I can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. <laughs> <laughs> the world. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, so passion. And this is actually going to be a bit of a short episode. Uh, we're going to just focus it in uh, for you guys right now because, hey, remember that stressed episode we did last time? Well, we're still kind of stressed out and stuff. <laughs> so. It's called Love. Yeah. Uh, but we'll have a picture of Passionate Man, Passionate Lady on the website so you guys can see. It's really, really cool um, art. I mean, amazing stuff. 
Yeah, we can like interpolate. Like we should like interpolate. Interpolate. <laughs> interpret. It's time for the interpolator. <laughs> it's time for the interpolator. It's percolator. It's time whatever. For the <laughs> but the passionate lady has her hands up, and the guy's had his hands down. Well, like his her palms are up. We're talking about the art, you guys. We're yeah, like, she's like peace up, and the yeah, dude's like, like a town mm-hmm. down. Yes, and why is that? We can interpret it later, though. Yeah. <laughs> but go, moving on to passion. Moving on. Yeah. What is passion? Well, what do you think it is? All right, we're just gonna have a real, we we had a candid conversation about this uh, the other day, um, talking about things you're passionate about, things that you know you would just that are just part of your inner being, things that you just do naturally. Some <laughs> people are passionate about, uh, you know, being clean, cleanliness, uh, neat freaks, thing, you know. Uh, some people are cl- uh, passionate about uh, service and, you know, helping others and, you know, being available and trying to help other people get through problems and things like that. Some people yeah. are passionate about, about the environment, uh, passionate about animals, passionate about nature, passionate um, about traveling. Yeah. Passionate about places. traveling, uh, passionate about cultures, learning different languages, stuff passionate like that. about games, passionate about games. And that's where you all come in, listeners. Uh, you know, we're all passionate about games. We, we love to play video games. We love uh, the interactions that video games afford us and whatnot but you know what there's also other passions outside of video games that we can learn to connect with people on and sometimes those passions can be learned from the type of video games that you like to play and also as video game players we're not all we have different aspects of our lives that we are passionate about so even though we may play video games a lot there are other aspects that we tap into you know master wife i like to think about it like this you know video game peoples we're like onions we got so many layers and we smell real bad. What? I don't smell bad. <laughs> no, no, I was, I was being that facetious. Was, that was a really bad. But we are like onions. Onions have layers. Yeah. Gamers have layers. And like most people, when they think about passions, kind of like myself, when we're searching for careers, we're generally searching for that career. Like, um, I don't know. I'm passionate because I want to be a doctor. Or I'm passionate and I, I want to be a cook or some type of title or name to it where you can be passionate about something like helping people in general, in general. And that can be like displayed in many different careers. This is true. Yeah, this is true. We Uh, talked about this the other day. Yeah. The way I described it was this. My passion is people. Like if I take my passion and I boil it all the way down, all the way downtown to the core, my passion is people. On the surface, uh, you know, it may be that, oh, you know, people like to talk to me or they find me to be approachable or they find, you know, they like to be around me. Or um, maybe on the surface, it's a deal of when someone says something's wrong, I feel like I want to help, you know. Well, you can look at all those things and say, oh, your passion is you give good advice. You should be a counselor. Oh, your passion is, uh, you know, you should be a service worker because you like to help people in their problems. You know, and all that may be true, but like the core of my passion is simply people. And I encourage everybody to really take your passions and boil them down to the simplest form you possibly can. Because when you do that, you'll find that you can translate that simple passion across a whole bunch of different areas. So, again, people is my passion. The Heart Peace Podcast has to do with talking to and helping people and providing perspective and conversations for people to engage with to help them through whatever situation that they're in. Mm -hmm. It's a people thing. Um, I'm a graphic designer professionally. That's my full-time job. Uh, that has to do a lot with people, uh, user experience. When I go to a website and the website's bad, it hurts my soul. 
I don't want anyone else's soul to be hurt. So I try to make good, good websites, good ads, good things visually. So when you look at an ad, you know what you're looking at. You can read the font. You can tell what the message is. It doesn't require any work from you. You can just look at it and get it. That comes back to my passion to make things good for people. You know, people. Uh, that's why I do good work. You know, I try to do the best work I can. So that way it's easier for the people. Um, I am, I, you know, I'm the people's champion. <laughs> That's yeah, it. you're the people's champion. I'm the people's and champion. I think that, you know, sometimes we strive so hard to figure out what our passion is. And we like, we have to figure this out. Yeah, it's like and it's I some mean, kind of a thing you yeah, know, I that struggle, you discover. I mean, I even struggle with that being in a graduate school and I'm about to graduate and I have to figure out what kind of career path I'm going to take next and finding out what really are the things that I enjoy and want to pursue those types of things. And it may not be a career. It may be something that, as Master Joe said, you naturally um, evolve into. Yeah, something that's kind of hidden within you the whole time. So you don't necessarily have to look for a certain career, but you can find what do you like to do? You have to ask yourself, what do I like to do? And then how can I use those things I like to do in the career or the place that I am at? And if you don't know what you like... Like, I don't know sometimes. <laughs> um, I think that you should begin to explore. Yeah, begin absolutely. Begin to explore. And I feel like no matter what choice that you make in your career, like you think, oh, I think I like this. I think this may be my passion. There's nothing wrong with trying that path because you can always change. You can right. always change. Yeah, you're never locked into, uh, the way I like to think of it, I don't know if anyone saw it, but B-movie with... Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, B movie, remember we saw that? The whole concept of that was, oh, you're a B, you know, after you come of age, you choose the one job you're going to do for the rest of your life and you just do that one job forever for for the rest of your life until you die. And that's it, you know. But his whole thing in the movie as his character is he liked to do a lot of things and he didn't really want to just choose one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So he tried some stuff, he tried something else, he tried something else. And then, you know, by the end of the movie, all of his, you know, various experiences helped transform him into, you know, a new role and he found new joy in that. And I think that that's, that's kind of one of the things that people mistakenly do. Uh, when you think about passion, we kind of treat it like the worker bee, like, okay, am I going to go through this track or this track or this track? Like, uh, what's the movie divergent? Uh, you can either be dauntless or you can be this or you can be that, but you can't be both. You can't be divergent, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, we're allowed to be divergent in the real world. And oftentimes you come out better if you are, interested in multiple things because mm-hmm. life changes you know uh, stuff stuff changes people change maybe you go into something go to college for you know graphic design for example like me and you get your graphic design job and then maybe it's not what you thought it would be and then okay well maybe i'll try film or maybe i'll try this or you know but maybe the basis of your passion is just being creative or creating things that's what mm-hmm. you're passionate about really mm-hmm. you know uh i kind of fall into that category honestly doing graphic design work it's rough. It's it's rough because on the one hand, even though you get to be creative, unless you are, you know, an artist uh, and you're like creating your own art and maybe submitting it to galleries and things like mm-hmm. that, you don't really get to do what you want to do. You're always going to be creating something to fulfill a need for something else. Yeah. You know, even if you are an artist and you're submitting to galleries, you have to submit art that the galleries want. So you already have to con- you always have to conform to some kind of standard you can't just do whatever you want and so that's kind of like a ironic twist on the whole 
creative industry is we're creative, we create, but you know, the creativity is a bit stifled by the industry itself, the demands mm-hmm. of what people actually want you to create. Mm-hmm. So, and like you have to determine what what do you want your passion to be? Because not everyone wants their passion to pay them. They just like to do it as like a a hobby, a side item. They don't have to make money from it. And then you have people that want their passion to be their main career and they want to make money from it. It is okay to be either one. Like a lot of people, they like to travel the world or travel a lot. And, but they don't want to be a travel agent or they don't want to really work in a career that's just about travel. But be they a may, flight attendant, they may travel a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but they may work in a career where they like it. They like what they do. It may not be their full top passion like it's traveling or something, but that job helps them to have opportunities to do what they want to do. Exactly. So, um, and, you know, when sometimes when you have, when you're working, or your passion as your passion. Sometimes that kind of wears on the joy and things that come with your passion because yeah. it stresses. And There's the, always external forces that tend to work when you're dealing with, uh, you know, business situations, any kind of situation involving money or any kind of demands. And honestly, gaming is a perfect example of that. A lot of people, I would say, even listening to this podcast would say, I would, I love to play games. I don't want to work in the games industry. You know, for me personally, I always thought, oh, it'd be a great job to be a video game tester. Well, then I did some reading about video game testing jobs, and I found out it's not all it's cracked up to be. You don't get to just sit around and play video games all day. You get to sit around and test video games all day, which means I need you to run into this wall 50 times to see if it breaks, if you can ever break through it. Okay, I need you to stand on the square and jump. Now I need you to stand on the square, jump, and crouch. Now I need you to stand on the square, jump, crouch, and shoot. Now I need you to stand on the square, jump, crouch, and shoot while looking down. Now I need you to stand on the square and jump, crouch, and shoot while looking up and then doing a 360. Like, you know, like it's a very, it's your quality assurance. And uh, the other part about that, I'll use graphic design as an example again. Master Wife can attest to this. Whenever I go into a movie and I recognize the font, what do I do? You analyze it and critique it. And And then if the the letters are too spaced out, what do I do? You'll recognize it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? When, uh, you know, Dr. Biscuits, when she was on, she said that the Spotify logo, I was talking about the Google logo, how the E at the end of the Google logo drives me insane because it's turned just a little bit too much, in my opinion. And then the Spotify <laughs> logo is altered just a I'm little like, bit. I'm oh like, oh You know, well, that's something I didn't notice before I became a graphic designer. You know, when I went in and I saw whatever font, it didn't bother me because I didn't know what I was looking at. Then you get in the industry, you get on the other side of the curtain. And you start to know, oh, you know, I see what's going on here. And you start to see things in the matrix. Sometimes that can be a good thing. Sometimes it can be a kind of a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So when you when you mix your passions into your job and you start to dig deeper than you thought you wanted to, sometimes that can have a negative effect. So keeping your passions separate from your career sometimes is a good thing. Yeah, but if you want to make your passion your main focus as a career, just know all the hard work and the the things that you may not see of people that have like reached the top, I guess, at doing what they love. Yeah. That's one thing I I really, I really like to stress whenever I talk to people about passion or we have these types of conversations with folks, you know, I'll hear this. One of the main things that I hear is everyone is quitting their jobs to follow their dreams. I should do the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, sure. If that's what you want to do, 
You can look at, you know, Instagram, you can look at Twitter, you can look at uh, Airbnb and these people that started these companies that took the leap of faith and, you know, they worked hard and next thing you know, they made some good connections with people and it worked out. You can look at Angry Birds, you know, when they decided to, you know, quit their jobs, open that studio and then make Angry Birds. But before they made Angry Birds, they made about 100 other games that made absolutely mm-hmm. no money. And mm-hmm. Angry Birds was like the last shot that mm-hmm. they had. You know, mm-hmm. it's the hardships that go behind the scenes that people don't really pay attention to. Yeah, you can quit your job and, you know, start up and just really go hard at it. But it's hard. <laughs> you may not like it on the other side. It'll be challenging. And that's not bad, but you need to know that full well going in. So you better really be passionate about this thing because your passion for it, your drive to get it done is what's going to help you get it done when it when it's hard. So yeah. if you if you're not passionate about something, you'll find out really quickly when it starts to get <laughs> tough. Yeah. Then it's then you know, you'll be shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, and there may not be just you know, one thing that you may be passionate about, like there may be different things or there may not be a theme that just, I don't know, lights your behind on fire. I don't know. It just lit my behind on fire. I tell you what, the biscuits were burning and I knew <laughs> it was sure time. You're, <laughs> you're not wiggling, you know. I, my butt started like wiggling. It's in your pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever you would <laughs> What? I'm just imagining like this. I'm imagining fire. someone having a fire in their butt. Just like, ah, I can't hold it. I mean, not that like I can't hold it, but <laughs> it can t- be taken so many different ways. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? The gamer. Let me. I hope someone else that was listening went here. But the gamer in me went to Mario 64 when he burned his butt on the lava oh. and he made. <laughs> Yes. I can't even do the songs. I'm laughing too much, but that sound he makes his butts on fire running around. Yeah. And he's like, That's when you know you got a good idea, ladies and gentlemen. That's when you know you made it. Yep. You heard it here first. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. No, it's like a, it, I would describe it more as the fire in your bosom, yeah. the metaphorical fire in your chest that gives you the energy to carry on, my wayward son. Yeah. I don't think my fire is, is uh, yeah. <laughs> What you you're um you gotta you gotta you gotta light you know those things that like when in the old days in the old days like I was living during the, like the 1800s or something I don't know they used to use these things that take uh to what is it called ah, what is it called to is it something to light something on fire <laughs> this is a game you guys is it. <laughs> is it water on the knee? No, you're you're putting out the candles with this thing, this metal thing that you put on the top. Oh, that thing. Yeah, they use that in what weddings now. Called? I I forget what they're called, um, but I know what you're talking but about. It's, it's like, like a long rod and it's got a little bell ending. Yeah, Scrooge had it in the night before or was it? Scrooge had it. Yes, in the old movies. Yeah. All the old movies. Uh yeah, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I remember that. But anyways, because I'm in grad school, so <laughs> I've been working on the same thing for a while now. It hasn't, hasn't so, gotten out very much, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, so, like, I've been working on something for so long, so I'm trying to get my passion back, like, because I'm almost to the finish line. It is It is tough. And sometimes you may feel like that, but you just got to, you know, do a little quick refresh, because that can happen on your own passions that you like to do. Like, yeah. if you become stressed enough mm-hmm. in life in general... Sometimes the things that you really enjoy can like get, you know, 
be what is it suppressed yeah just overwhelming it can start to if it starts to feel like a job you can kind of work start working against yourself um there are in the gaming community you know there's being a tournament organizer uh there are local events meetups there's live streams um you know, there's a whole bunch of different activities that you can do, and they're, and they're great because if that's your passion, if your passion is to kind of, you know, go into those types of uh, avenues and really shine and, and be a people person and, and bring communities together, I think that's awesome. Uh, I've done that before, and it, it's incredibly rewarding uh, the way that you impact other people's lives, you mm-hmm. know, doing that. Uh, you can really create some long-lasting friendships, you know, as a result, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can wear you down. So y- you always need to be cognizant uh, of stretching yourself too thin with your passion. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time when I would stream five days a week and, you know, I was working my job and I wasn't married at the time, but you still had a girlfriend, still though. had a or girlfriend. Fiance. Yeah. Yeah. You were my fiance at that point. And, uh, it just wasn't feasible and I wasn't happy. You know, it was like, I'm doing this because I see this is what other people do. I'm passionate about playing video games and, you know, doing the Twitch and all that type of stuff. But it got to a point where it start, it's, I start to feel the pressure of myself, you know, and yeah. I was getting in the way of myself. I was getting in the way of my own passion where playing a video game in that kind of capacity in a live stream all of a sudden became not fun. Yeah. And when you find yourself getting that place in your passion, listen, it is perfectly okay. And I think this is the part that people, you know, don't get uh, or they feel like they can't do. It's your passion. It is Okay. You know, it is mm-hmm. okay. This podcast, if we're stressed out and, and we have a bunch of stuff going on and we, you know, just can't get around to do an episode, it's okay. Now, we always make an effort. We don't get lazy and, you know, but sometimes life happens. Yeah. You know, like two weeks ago, we, we didn't, we weren't able to record an episode and we're still trying to deal with the effects of everything even right now. But that's okay because people will be there, you know, when you come back. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I learned in my stream. You know, the, the, the amount of pressure and workload that I've been under has really caused me to decrease the amount of streams I've even been doing now. Uh, I had a stream yesterday that I was supposed to do that I didn't do because I was working and I got sidetracked. And next thing I knew it was 10 o'clock and I'd missed my seven o'clock stream, you know, but I have to just let that go. Even though that's something I really like to do, I let it go. Yeah. And like, if you're, if you're driving to have your passion as your main focus, like you have to realize you're going to hold yourself up to a certain standard, but don't always strive for perfection. Just strive to be better than you were before. Right. That's all you can do. Yeah. And yeah. have fun and do and your have best. Fun. Because that's why you liked it in the first place. You wanted to have fun. You enjoyed it. So don't sap all the fun out of it. We, so you uh, can stay your passion. We talk about, I want to I want to get into this type of thing. Because I feel like there are people who may be listening who have these ideas who have these, you know, senses about themselves, about these, you know, things they're passionate about, things they want to do, right? Maybe you want to start a blog or maybe you want to, you know, start streaming or maybe you want to start doing something in a bigger way than you've been doing it, you know, right now. But maybe you're a little bit worried or scared about how to go about it, how to do it. You don't want to mess up. You know, maybe you're holding yourself to that kind of a high standard that Master Wife was talking about. And that's great. That's fine. That's good. Just have confidence to know that it's your thing. It's nobody else's thing. It's your thing. It's it's the thing that makes you happy. And however you want to do it is on you. And that's good. If you want to write your blog and you want to do it once a week, that's fine. If you want to do it once a month, that's fine. Just do it because you want to do it. You know, keep, yeah. keep passionate about it because because it, it's what you want to do. Yeah. And try to set realistic goals for yourself, too. 
because that's very important. So you won't go like over your um, your capacity to do good at a good job. Right. And that's what we were talking about as far as, you know, wearing yourself out. Um, definitely don't want to do that. You'll be it's not good. Let me tell you, it's not good. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. Uh, so let me ask you this question, Master Wife. Mm-hmm. If you were the type of person who say had a passion to do something important, you know, like say you wanted to, you know, address an issue. Maybe your maybe your passion is like, you know, social justice or um, like paving the way for other people or trying to solve uh, community problems, you know. Mm-hmm. How would you go about it as far as, you know, m- taking the first steps to taking your passion from from zero to 100 as far as, you know, as far as getting it going in a capacity where you now have a platform to speak about something? Well, first you need to potentially research others that are doing what you're doing, if they are. Uh, and kind of like not compare yourself to those people, but kind of let those people serve as an inspiration to what you want to aspire for yourself, your blog or whatever you're striving for to be um, focused on. And then I would start to network with those people mm. or get involved in certain opportunities. Like if it was social dust, social justice or something, I would volunteer at a, or go to a policy workshop or a policy meeting at your school or someone that's having that type of event anywhere and like get your, get yourself involved in those areas so you can learn what is needed and what could your blog or whatever type of platform that you're trying to bring to the audience. I would agree. I think that, you know, research is very important. If you're going to do something, you know, like that, if you're, if your passion involves you taking a step to create something or, you know, kind of delve into the public eye of, of doing something, especially collaboratively with other people, research, you know, uh, make it part of your business to know what you're doing and uh because it may be that you don't have to reinvent the wheel you know like Mm -hmm. master wife was saying there could be some groundwork already laid that you can kind of delve into and it's nothing that you need to you know stress yourself out about trying to do from scratch um and get people to help you yeah and like make goals for yourself and also the biggest thing of what you know what is necessary necessary to make your whatever you want to do um successful i was gonna say the same thing i was just about successful i was about to say (laughs) i was you need to network and communicate with others that are potentially on the same line of the work that you want to do because networking is a big deal in this arena yeah like and don't be scared to network like even for our podcast um, and, you know, to get more people to know about us, we kind of have to be involved in the community. We have to put ourselves out there where we will want, where people will get to know us, where they would want to invest in our podcast and right. think that this would be a good podcast to turn into. So you have to really, uh, what is it? Engross yourself within the community. Ooh, engross. I like that word. <laughs> within the community. Engross is a funny word because it has the word gross, gross. in it. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's weird. <laughs> Words are weird like that. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I think you know, and like I said, this is a bit of a, a shorter episode. We're gonna take a quick commercial break here in a second, but um, it's it's important. I think, or I would hope that our passion to do this podcast and reach people, uh, especially in the gaming community, would help you all reach your own passions to reach other people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like I said, for me that comes back down to being about people. For Master Wife, I know for you, one of your things mm-hmm. is just solving people's problems. You said that before on another episode. Yeah, um, and, I, and I like research. Yeah, yeah. Researching questions. Digging into the, the background, <laughs> the science of everything else. So, yeah, that's our hope, and we hope that you guys will uh, get something out of that. So, like we said, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, but uh, like we said before in our previous episode, uh, you can take a listen to this event that we're going to be doing, the Kickstarter Film Festival on October 15th. Take a listen. Hello everyone, this is Master Wife here, and I have some really cool information to tell you. As you may know, a long time ago, we started this campaign, the Heart Peace Podcast, on Kickstarter, and it was successfully backed by all of you guys at home. And now Kickstarter has invited us to the fifth annual Kickstarter Film Festival, October 15, 2015, at the Aperture Theater in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That's right. We're going to be hosting the 9.20 p.m. showing featuring the documentary T-Rex, telling the story of Clarissa T-Rex Shields, who became the first woman to box for gold in 2012 Olympics, Submarine Sandwich, brought to you by the creators of Fresh Guacamole, the stop-motion film, as well as The World of Tomorrow, which won the Sundance Film Festival's grand prize for Best Short Film. Tickets are free. And you can get your tickets at filmfest.kickstarter.com. So come out and support us. If you're in the local area, we'd love to see you in the crowd. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our episode today, speaking about passion, what ways you're going to utilize it. A short episode, a little little quick one. Yeah, so you guys at home, tell us what you think about passion. Do you think it exists? Are you still searching for your passion? passion or yeah, if you have one do let you us have know what one? it is you know do how you did ha- you find it yeah do you have some advice for others that we can share on our podcast website yeah absolutely we'd love to hear back from you guys as always so drop us a line heartpeacepodcast.com slash contact uh as always of course you can listen to us on soundcloud on stitcher on itunes write us a review please or on heartpeacepodcast.com <laughs> good stuff Hey, hope to see you all at the Kickstarter Film Festival. Uh, I believe it's two weeks from now. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm still August. In August. <laughs> August fifteenth, twenty seventeen. October, Oct- <laughs> October fifteenth. October fifteenth. Hey, October fifteenth. At the Aperture Theater. At the Aperture Science Theater. It's not the Science Theater. In Winston Salem Witch Hunt Salem. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, North Carolina. I was trying. I was doing things. Hey, guys. Hey, listen, listen, listen. If we listen to each other's hearts, fine will never bring fire apart. And maybe love is the reason why. For the first time ever seeing it. Yeah, nobody's going to come back again. <laughs> Why you got to be like that? Why you got to be, be so rude? Oh, snap sucker. Until next time. Peace out, heart pieces. Peace out.